Hello and welcome to Coffee Mook. We talked about a bunch of people you need to follow if you want to stay up to date with AI. A uh, list of tools that we had that we've been using the past week. And it's changing every day, so we try and stay up to date. Mitch is, Mitch is doing really well with that. He's got a bunch of cool projects in the works. I'm focusing on Instagram and YouTube. And I tell you all about that in this episode. I'm losing it, dude. I can't keep up. Yeah, it seems like there are just like a million YouTube videos out there. And every time you watch it, you get 20 new AI tools that are just miles ahead of the, the ones behind it. It's it's insane. That's what I'm at. Yesterday, I was so proud. This entire week, I've been doing a little bit of work in the shop, doing this thing, and then going into the office and doing more uh, mid-journey and just getting different ideas for things we could create in the shop. But I'm also doing my own little side thing for my Instagram site. And then I, you come to a point where there's only so much you can tell mid-journey before it just becomes redundant. Not yeah. mid-journey, but your own prompts. I mean, you can kind of get slight variations of what you're asking, but there just comes a point where you just, you can't, unless you're a creative yeah. super genius, you just you go blank. So now with ChatGPT, I'll upload the image that I had just generated and have ChatGPT create me a prompt based on what the image looks like to it. And then I get different words like I was always oh. using futuristic and now I'll use sculptural because I yeah. it came up with that word. And That's a smart idea. Have you tried using Dolly 3 inside of ChatGPT or you don't have it yet? No, no. I definitely use that. There's certain things I can use it for. Um my boss asked me because we want to do this thing for a radio station, WCUW, and we're just going to do like big aluminum letters across the top, WCUW, and then kind of a rocket ship and a moon. I don't know what the story behind that was, but I, I remember Ray told me, but that's why we want a rocket ship and a moon. And when you put it into mid-journey, obviously it doesn't do words or letters. It just messes that whole thing up. So... I did that in Dolly, and I got much better results and more along the lines of what I wanted because in mid-journey, it just kind of took it to a whole weird level. Yeah. But then I also tried Adobe Firefly. That kind of came up with something very unique, but I didn't know Adobe had its own AI image-generating tool. Then... Yeah, there was everyone's like, adding their own AI image generation and text generation to, like, something from, like, yeah, Snapchat to something that's actually useful like adobe then stable diffusion it just i guess it depends on what you're really looking for yeah but each one of those definitely has its own uses um but it is it's getting redundant but when you want yeah. to try and come up with something then you go to youtube and then you see yes a hundred new videos and you just kind of get sidetracked you click one you're like holy shit text to video and then uh, That's definitely not there yet. No. Maybe in a professional setting, it, it's really doable, possibly today. But like, consumer, no. Well, I think you're not trying to go for a, a full feature film, but you could probably get nice little shorts out of it if you were you trying can, to do little cartoons. Yeah, or you can get like really slow like pans of in like stuff like that. Like you can get like someone like. Panning the camera as a like a car, yep, around yep. a car or something like that. That's that kind of what I was pretty thinking. good. As far as like a full video goes, I don't know how that's gonna be for like a little while. I don't see it going any anywhere, but who knows? It could happen tomorrow. With the image thing, I, I learned about uh, Pika Labs, and that's another Discord thing. 
and you can take your picture and it it it'll animate it or it'll oh. pan the camera yeah. it'll it'll do really cool things I looked at that one. what else did there was this one other thing that it would take the image and it would give you different angles of that image and that was always one thing that i didn't really like because if i i produced an image of a car well yeah i'd love to see what the front looks like and the back looks like of that car and this will generate that for you and it was called what was it image gen i can't you can do that in mid-journey i'm pretty sure as well it seems to give me variations of the car it doesn't give you the same exact exactly yeah I mean, I, I haven't tried this image, Jen. I just saw this Mesh video on it. With the seed. Say it again? The seed. What seed? Sorry. Seed in mid-journey, I think that might be. I don't know. It, you probably can't get the same car, different angle. Like, you can't make two of the same images. Nope. I'm pretty sure. Nope. Very close. Yeah. Because even when you get the one image and you do variations of it That's... and it gives you four, it's still a little... I mean, obviously, it's a variation, but yeah. it's, it's pretty close, but... That's that's really interesting because I uh, I was doing... You know how you have to do the I'm not a robot thing? Yes. I yes. do that a lot online because I'm doing so many different things. Usually I just get the images or the puzzle piece one. Like you select the bicycles or crosswalks. But now I'm getting... I'd say maybe like for the past... Like maybe in the past month I've noticed it. I haven't seen it before that. I don't know how long it's been out, but I'm seeing... Could patches for uh, figuring out the orientation of an object. So, like, they'll have a little 3D figurine of a cow, like, facing sideways, and you'll have to align an arrow with the same way the cow is facing. So, they'll, like, use that data. For and, AI uh, yeah, to get to, to train different angles. Yeah, I love it. And I was like, wow, 3D modeling software is going to be, like, really good soon <sighs> once, they, once they just, like, train AI for a bit longer and figure out all the, you know... Stuff they gotta figure out, like little bits and pieces of it. That's the one thing I'm I'm trying to get Mid Journey to give me a side profile of a car, and it always gives me an angled version. I can't get, and I cannot figure out what to type in oh. profile or side or um because I just want it sideways. That's all I want. I'm trying to do it right now too. I don't think it. I think it does that on purpose because most pr- pictures of cars aren't taken just from the side because it like displays the angles and the bodywork better or something like that if i'm not mistaken but i mean i could i i see what you're saying i tried to get a picture of like a skateboarder like going like along a path Mm -hmm. and i wanted a side view of it but no like i just couldn't get it for the life of me and i see what you're saying just doesn't work sometimes uh, I also came across some, like, other cool tools this week. Have you heard of HyperWrite or, like, Mage GPT? HyperWrite. Hyper-Rite. I'm sorry. That I just know. completely sounds like a very right-wing, you know. HyperWrite. The HyperWrite. <laughs> HyperWrite. Sorry. Is it R-I-G-H-T? It's, it's H-Y-P-E-R-W-R-I-T-E. Oh, okay. It's it's kind of misleading. It says it's your AI writing assistant, or maybe maybe it did start out as just a writing assistant. But now I'm seeing... I haven't tried it personally. I'm going to soon. But it looks very powerful. It says it's your AI assistant for everyday tasks, and it's going to like change the way that we interact with computers. 
It's going to basically ask like what you need help with. It can organize your Gmail inbox and draft responses. It can book you a flight. It can order you a pizza. It can, wow, it can find like engineering candidates on LinkedIn for you. Um, like it can, it can like automate most of the things that you do online. Like I'm not sure if it could do as much as like doing research and then turning that into an article and then posting that on a blog or getting like uh finding recent trends and then generating images and posting those i know it can post to twitter i know it can like do stuff with your google accounts but i'm not sure about other applications and i'm not sure how like yes it's controlled all of this is done with the language model taking pictures of your screens also reading the text processing the text coming up with the next steps for what you want to complete that's all how this is being done is by an llm but Will that same LLM be able to be used, like, to go on to YouTube, watch a uh, two-hour video, or, you know, like, a maybe a smaller one, like a 30-minute video, get that transcript and make you content with all the various tools that are coming out today? I don't know if it's, if it's going to be able to do that, but if it does, then I don't know. What is the internet going to become at that point? But th this was super cool to find. De I can't wait to try it out. So HyperWrite AI, definitely check that out. It's not that bad, too. It's like 20 bucks a month, 200 assistant credits, and apparently okay. it's 10 browser actions or one chat message from your assistant. Oh, wow. So they're, ooh. So it's not that. They're really, like, charging you for this. Because, well, the browser actions are probably pretty expensive because that's a lot of image processing. Yeah. Every time the screen changes... They have to send a new request. But it gives you unlimited uh, generations for auto-write and hyper-chat and typeheads and rewrites. So it doesn't, it seems like the things that you would probably use the most are unlimited with uh, the 20 buck thing. And then it seems the they have another one, Ultra, it's $45 and you get everything and it's all unlimited. That's pretty good because most of these companies, they have like three tiers or four tiers and it's like... The first two, you basically get yeah. nothing, yep. and like by the time you're up to tier three or four, it's it's like it's fifty. It's unreasonable. Yep. And then the fifth one is just like, professional. Uh, call, contact yeah, us. Five hundred or fifteen hundred dollars a month. <laughs> it's like okay, even if that was professional, like no, I, I'm not. I'm <laughs> no. not there yet. No, <laughs> you would have to have like one of those blogs back in the day that was making like I don't know, ten k a a week. Oh, yeah, we're to do that. That's the other thing. I'm seeing a lot of different SEO AI tools. Yeah, I'm, I, I've been thinking about so many different ways to go about integrating AI into like website writing because you could also make a WordPress plugin with ChatGPT, have it instruct you to do that. And instead, you could maybe call the API by. Like, say you get an article generator and your article's not that good. Mm -hmm. You could, number one, make a plugin to take your article, send it over to AI, rewrite it, make it better, or have it read the article and generate images based on it, and then figure out how to get that plugin to put those images in the right spots as well. And that would also be really helpful for SEO. You could also have it focus on like making better headings or a better title. And you could just have this this bot just run, like kind of like Link Whisperer, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. 
I don't know if that's automated, but I know it, it helps you a lot in getting your internal linking done. Yeah, I don't know if it was automated or if it just kind of picked up different keywords. It probably does and then lets you like yeah. let you select yep. what you what you want. And then go to this article yeah. for the I I love Linkless. I've actually stuff. gotta install that. I don't know why I've never done that. I need to do that like now. I'm actually realizing that with a bunch of tools that I had bought over the past two years. You ha you bought Link Whisper and you yeah. haven't used it? No, I've used it on one of the sites, but once How much is it? Oh, it was like, I think it was maybe 50 bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't that expensive. Yeah. I, it was a one-time deal. Oh, it's not nice. like a monthly subscription. I hope it's not a monthly subscription. But yeah, I think, I don't remember how many websites you could use with it. Maybe 10, maybe 100. Hmm. That's really interesting. I really liked it. And another thing that I came across today was uh, Mage GPT. It's pretty cool. It's kind of uh, similar to the way Autogen works, but it works like it as like a web app. I think you can like access it online and you can ask this like Mage GPT to generate you a what they call full stack web app. I don't know exactly what that is, but from my understanding, you've got the web app, which is like something like a uh, maybe something that displays the weather on your website it'll design all of that test all the code fix the bugs get it working so like after you hit play and wait a minute like your web app is done um which is pretty insane so you can just like make all different types of things for your website like i could probably use that to make a a web app on a finance website to call the stock prices and, and display them in like a cool way it says, GPT Web App Generator is an experiment by the WASP team. It is a web app where you can shortly describe the web app you would like to create. In a matter of minutes, a full-stack web app code base written in React, Node.js, Prisma, and WASP will be generated right in front of you and made available to download and run locally. That's awesome. And this whole thing is all open-sourced. Insane. So okay, so you can download it and run it locally. Oh shit! This is how I'm gonna automate my article thing. This is how I'm gonna make a nice interface for my article. That's the thing. It, every tool oh is really gosh. there. You just gotta figure out how to interact with yeah. all of them. So if you make anything, <laughs> like if you, oh my gosh, wow, that's so useful. If you're doing anything with coding and like you've got a, a folder, and you're like you've got this bot that you run in this folder, you can just tell it tell this mage GPT to take your code that was generated by AI and pretty it up all nice nice to look like one of these tools that you find online like Jasper AI or whatever. You can basically make anything you want. All of the revenue is going to go to GPT until everyone gets a local LLM on their machine. This is insane. Yeah, watch. End of the year, we'll, we'll all have that. It's got to be like the new Microsoft Word. Let's make it. Come on. Oh, we can make Let's carve out our piece of the pie. That we would have to move right now. <laughs> we would have to stop everything we're doing and not eat or drink. <laughs> yes, but I think our biggest problem is we would have to focus on one damn thing. Oh, that just, doesn't happen. Just pick our piece of the pie, but I can't because anytime I have a question, I go to YouTube and then see a list of all videos I should probably check out. And I'm like, 
oh shit, click it. And then I I try out that program and I'm just in a never ending loop of trying out a whole bunch of stuff and realizing how cool it is, but never putting it all together into the one thing I need. That's what I'm working on right now. And even in that phase, like once you really start focusing on putting everything together, I'm like, okay, do I use the API? Just like the chat GPT API to complete my, my article? Or do I run it through Autogen and have a group chat of AIs work on it together and get a different output? So many different ways. I could, do I use a different tool like um, Claude? This is a- Claude is a really good, uh, like I think it's just an AI writer. Yep. But it supposedly outperforms ChatGPT. Yeah, I still don't know. I want to try that out. I have it. It. I didn't see any difference. So really, I. I've been messing around with the local LLMs too, and it's it's pretty insane. Like once you have like downloading that LLM Studio, which is basically like a ChatGPT interface, but you can load in any type of model you want, which is super powerful. It's like basically having a ChatGPT server just run on your computer instead of outsourcing the computer to OpenAI and paying them too much for it. Yep. Well, you're also paying them to kind of make the models, I guess, but beside the point. It's, it's, um, it was just crazy. I was like, my brother was, I was talking to my brother about it and he does fishing. So I was like, tell me about Ron Z Bates. Do you know what Ron Z Bates is? No, exactly. I would but assume AI it's a guy. does. Is it right? a guy? It's a guy who makes baits. Right. Oh, okay. It's like a very specific uh, brand of baits or I don't know. Anyways. And then I'm like, okay, give me an int- introduction to like quantum physics or quantum mechanics or whatever. And then it gives you an introduction to quantum mechanics. And it's like never before has there been s- something that can like understand really niche topics and like also get you like to understand like something that's really complex. So like give you information on it at the snap of a finger. But get this without access to the internet. It's downloaded. It's already there. It's like a downloaded Wikipedia that just works. It's insane. Sorry, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) It's like, I feel like I repeat myself every episode, but... Well, I think our problem is we're also at the same pace of where AI is, and if you're into this sort of thing, you too realize, I hope you realize, if not, then you're just a superhuman, that it's just ever growing and and you can't freaking keep up it but that's the exciting part but also the stressful part because i want to do so much stuff but yet i'm also frozen in how how do i do it oh what is that you just you gotta pick one and go with it that's the thing yeah (laughs) but literally like if you i kind of feel like i had that mindset but like i just gave up on that like being like oh i'm too distracted i'm just like fuck it just get distracted and do it and just whatever happens happens and like by doing that now i'm i'm like when i focus on something i'm able to be like okay i can use this this and this to complete this and then i have it done like pretty quick so i mean i guess there's like i get distracted a good like side to that but i don't know no it's good if you do it but try and see something to completion don't yeah. Stop after you get the first error like I did on Sunday. But that's also because I was tired as shit yeah. and just getting aggravated. All right. So if you want to stay updated with like basically every single AI tool that's coming out, I feel like if I did not find these accounts on YouTube, I would have not have known about Autogen, MemGPT, and all these like all these things that are coming out. Okay, so first off, 
you're going to want to go with Matthew Berman. This guy does like a super straightforward, like not too complex, no nonsense, like just, just enough to like understand it. Like overview of like basically anything you need, like Autogen, MemGPT, anything new that's coming out. He's basically going to have a video on the day it comes out and he'll tell you how to use it, how to get it running. He, he got like Autogen running for me and like super fast. Like I just followed his video and then it worked. And then by doing that, you learn so much more about how to get different things working. Another person you're going to want to follow is uh, Tech Friend. This guy does a lot of live streams, which is kind of annoying because it's like a two hour long video you have to search through. But I bet you if you watch this whole thing, you would learn so much. So like definitely check out Tech Friend. He also has some just regular videos on tutorials and stuff, which are pretty cool. But his live streams are like where his value really is. And then also you can check out the AI breakdown. He does a good like kind of overview of like what's coming out. Same thing as um, uh, Matt Wolf. He also does like an overview of all the tools coming out. But these channels are like awesome to stay updated with all of this stuff. Holy crap. These guys have some crazy subscriber amounts. Matt Wolf has a, almost half a million. I'm thinking about doing some tutorials because that's pretty simple. And you don't realize the clicks you get through that shit. Yeah, you know, especially if I'm staying, like, I'm already staying up to date and getting these tools working, like, within the week they're out. Right. Days. Oh, you are, definitely. So, considering that, I guess I could make a YouTube video on it. I mean, why not? You could just... I could post it right on Coffee Milk. Like, I'd rather just do that, because it's like, why are we going to, like, try and, like, spread everything out? That's the problem I have now. It's just there's so much we want to do, and it's only I a feel TNT. Like that's like a, uh, almost like a procrastination. It, exactly. That's the best it's way not, to describe it. It's not really, though, but it's like it depends on, I don't know. You almost get frozen in the overthinking of all the different shit that you could possibly use. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, it's just... I just don't know. I can't focus. I, right now, I started with three tabs, Discord, Instagram, and ChatGPT. I have, I don't know, 27 open right now. I have TechCrunch. I have five YouTube videos open, yeah. uh, a bunch of tools, I, <laughs> and the podcast, which I hope I'm actually recording. Right? Okay, no, good. We're recording. Oh, could you imagine that? That'd be great. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> I'd be par for the course for this week. Yeah, but I, I'm definitely gonna get that uh, get that article generator like fully up and not fully up and running, but like definitely more, like further further develops because I gotta get images in there and a better output. But I'm I'm, I'm working on that. What I saw with one guy, he I, I think he used Auto GPT. Yeah, and I believe his inputs would be like. The top three articles on a long tail keyword that he saw and that he yes. had in Google. And he would put them all through their agents and they'd read them and see, pick out the key points. What did each article have that made it great? What did it miss? All this stuff. Yeah. Then he would have it create an article highlighting all those missing details that should be in an article and then rewrite it and then analyze the article, see what it was missing, and just do that a couple of different times, maybe five or six times, until he had a fully formed article, fully SEO optimized and everything. So that's why I'm thinking you might need AutoGPT. But I understand where you are. You want to just get the one thing working. But yeah, when Who I did saw, that, 
I know I liked the video. It's going to take me a minute because I've been liking all these videos. Just so uh, Was it a Chinese guy? No, this was American. Using Lang, Cha uh, Lang Chain, I think mm. it's called. No? Okay, because I saw a video of someone making a tutorial on how do you, how, like, all the different ways to use Autogen, and that was one of them, but I don't know if it was, like, an iterative process. I think it was. Yeah, I it, I might know who you're talking about, but there could be multiple videos on it. I think, okay, it was Matt Diggity on YouTube. Oh, wait, I might, I might, yeah. How I make ChatGPT, no, wait, it was called the Gigaprov, but I don't think that was actually the one. Okay, anyways, yeah, that's a really good point, like, it, when we write an article, it's like a multiple step process and like you got to go back and correct and go back and look for more and you know, just like you said. So it would make a lot of sense to have it like that. Like It even said, you know, you're missing these basic questions that should be in this article. Yeah. People. And that kind of made it uh, just a step better. It was it was wild. OK, so that's really interesting. I'm trying to figure out how I could do that with like a regular back and forth conversation with ChatGPT because you get one output and you're missing a third of the stuff. Right. You put that output back in and it's like, yes, you are missing a third. You're missing this, this, and this. Let me include it. Tries to include it and then it misses another third somewhere else. Right. Or like That's changes what... what you already had. So I need to figure out a way to expand the article and save all of the spots that I've gotten to and put them all together at the end. Yeah, because it's it the problems the output. You get what 2500 characters or something like that. It it only pro produces so much of an article, right? Or does I have it like the going? 16k version. Oh, no kidding. Oh, I may be really see this is why I say but, I'm months behind. But you but it still does miss the some key points and stuff. So I would say come up with bullet points then each bullet point do that as an article and then have it kind of summarize that in maybe two paragraphs or three paragraphs and then use that, save that, go to the next bullet point, do the same thing, and then take all those paragraphs that you've saved and then put that in one article, have it rewrite that article, and you should be good. That's why I'm saying it's four or five different iterations. <laughs> Holy crap. But it would be possible. Oh, yeah, very easy. So a matter of just changing the code. I was thinking about making a um a process in the code where my template I thought that was kind of causing the issue with my output and I kind of feel like it still might be, but it could be better to rerun it. So like the template for a new AI tool that's coming out, like an article on a new AI tool that just dropped. That template is going to be different from I don't know, like some article on the ethics of AI. Okay. It's going to be a different writing style. Like, you're going to talk about the tool that came out, what it does, how it's going to change, what part of the working process, how it's going to improve, blah, 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 like future considerations, right? The ethics of AI is not going to be like that. So how, so like I was thinking, I want to have a different prompt to for an article outline every time, depending on the topic. So what if I make a different, like literally just a different notebook and have it read all the articles first, decide which prompt to use, and then use that prompt to make a copy of the article? I, I would assume that's completely possible. Yeah. Um, would that be an auto, that it would have to be auto GPT, right? 
or is this? Oh no, I'm doing this all with the API. Which oh no, kidding! Mind blowing. Yeah, they've given. I don't know. I think like there's too much to think about. Well, there was one thing with that because I, I wouldn't understand how AI would be able to imp- interpret each article like you were saying the ethics behind it. Well, you would want more of a professional tone and yeah. you would want these certain things. Whereas if you were talking about a fun new tool, you don't want a professional tone. You want something like, you know, Joe Rogan explaining it to you or something, some something fun. Yeah. But the, I guess the group behind Stable Diffusion, they want to open source emotion detecting in AI. Oh gosh, I saw this. Yes, because Alexa detects your emotions and like they they talked about how like that was used did you read that in the article no i actually didn't read the i i wasn't even finished with the article oh, okay. it was um i didn't finish reading it because it was tech crunch and this thing yeah. is probably a four minute read and i just didn't have the time but it, it kind of wowed me i don't know how it's going to do is it going to do through voice is it can it tell your tone through chat i think it's going to tell your tone yeah because i was thinking about all of these um AI tools that are being like, oh, we added a new feature, text with your voice. And that just makes me want to like put my head through a drywall because it's like every keyboard we have today has a voice input option. So that already transcribes it to text. Right. So what is the point unless you are actually understanding the inflections in the tone of voice? Uh. So like, yeah, it does have a, does have a use case. And I was like, oh, duh, that's why they're doing that. But um, yeah, it's really cool. And I was uh, talking. <laughs> do you talk with the ChatGPT on the app a lot? No. Talk back and forth, have a conversation with it. No. Very cool. I wanted to it's ask you about too. that because I just so I have to download the app, right? Because yeah, I'm pretty sure it. I've. I could do it right now. Oh wait, no, I have the app, don't I? No, is that no? That's just the fucking website. What's something you wanna you wanna ask it? I have no idea. I forget. Me neither. Also, training data was updated. Uh, to April 2023, just recently. Yeah. Oh, shit. So that's kind of exciting, too. Maybe it'll be a little better. Yeah, but no, no, it's uh, spam. Okay, so I think I actually brought this up on a uh, recent uh, podcast a while back, but I was talking about how this one woman, Ashley, has been using my phone number for four years to sign up for every damn thing on the internet that has to do with real estate, cars, insurance, whatever. So I get numerous calls. So she's been doing this for four years, and I found out recently, did you know you could sign up to get Jehovah's Witnesses to go to your house at a scheduled time? So I think Ashley's going to have Jehovah's Witnesses going to her house constantly now because after four years, yeah, I finally got her address. One of the real estate agents slipped and gave it to me. I was like, fantastic. That's awesome. (laughs) That'd be a good joke. So, yes, if you got people you really don't like, send them some Jehovah's Witnesses. (laughs) The gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) I should send them to my friend's dorm and just see what he says. I wonder if they would come to the dorm. Probably not. They wouldn't do that. There'd be some sort of law behind that one. Yeah, there is. I've been messing around with Excel a lot for school. Right. It's so annoying. But it's also like kind of cool and figuring out how to how to use all like the functions and stuff. Right, it's pretty useful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I used that for a while. I had a crazy budget breakdown of everything I spent. I knew what I had down to the penny, 
and it was just it was beautiful i was thinking about doing that one day but never 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 did it i was like you know this is a really smart thing to do but i'm not gonna do it it helps with where you spend most of your money because i oh, even yeah. had like subcategories and then you can see oh like beautiful oh, fuck <laughs> yes wow i spend that much per week that's insane <laughs> Oh, yeah, so with the, remember last week I was talking about my Instagram account that's over 10,000 now and how I wanted to monetize it using, like, a, videos and affiliate uh, links. I think I also want to make a website for it, too. And that's the problem because, oh, well, if I have a website, then I should do social media. But I have Instagram but and I have Facebook. Do I really go even further and do Twitter and all that other stuff and Pinterest? And I find Pinterest definitely works with a lot of, if you're doing pictures, you got to have a Pinterest account. We, I did that with the furniture thing. We get a lot of traffic to our site from Pinterest. It's it's sad that I've never really used it like I should. And I'm just overwhelmed. There's just too much. Yeah, I've, I've, um, I watched one YouTube video with this guy at a clothing store. And what he did to get traffic to it was make a bunch of accounts recommending or talking about clothing and would just recommend his store or like make make a clothing account on Instagram and recommend his store. Like don't make an account for your store because that just doesn't work. That's actually really good. And I, I was like, <laughs> shit. And that's exactly what you're doing yep. right now. And I'm like, maybe that's uh, maybe that's doable because if you hired someone to promote your store, I don't know. When, they, when the, the social media company can tell so easily that it's just you promoting your stuff. Right. And you just want to take their traffic and bring it to you. Right. And the social media company does not want that. So. Should maybe come up with an AI influencer. I, I saw videos on that because. Again, Mark. Oh, you're hurting my brain, man. You got to stop giving me ideas. This is the problem I'm having because I'm trying to figure out where to carve our niche. I'm just you saying. You can't. You just can't. And it's not ours until we got it. I think we need a, a think damn we board. Right now. We need a board and just throw a dart at it and be like, okay, this is what you're going for and this is what I go. Nope, I will fail. I can't. I just can't focus like that. I think where I want to go totally video. I, I like the AI influencer. Well, with the AI influencer, how I want to make sure I can find a program that will generate the very same facial features for every thing because I don't want an AI influencer who changes every day and looks like somebody yeah. completely different. I gotta oh, figure that out. Uh, that's in Matt Matt Wolf's video. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I have that opened up. That's one of the five YouTube tabs I have. <laughs> so that's where I'm thinking of going next. As long as I keep on building these things and at least doing something once a day with them, something should come together by the end of the year. And then we're ready for Q4 next year. I wish I was ready for something with Q4 this year. I want to do something with cars, images, just not sure. I've been starting to get that concept a lot more and I'm kind of, you know, like upset that I didn't understand it before. I was watching uh, a YouTube video on this guy who just like does videos in his shop and he's just like records himself taking shit apart, like chainsaws and stuff and talking about how it's built and he started he just made a video about how he sees these little uh hammers that like go on top of a pencil <laughs> so, like you turn your pencil into a hammer that's cool like a mini hammer that's right? cool 
and it's like CNC'd. It looks really cool. They make them out of like brass and aluminum. And he sells these during quarter four. And I just realized this. He sells it like because Christmas is coming yep. up. And I'm like, I was watching this video yesterday and I was like, shit, this guy's selling these things again. And it's almost Christmas time. It's like, okay, well, everything just, you should just shoot for Christmas. Generally, like, Christmas. commerce just goes through the roof. So, yes. Because, like, Every if time. you have someone who watch, comes across that video, like, and they want to buy that as a gift, it's like, yeah, you have to think in terms of all the ways that it can be bought. And it's like... And then if you actually have that site, you'd reach out to anybody that recommends great stocking stuffer ideas for 2023 and then you just pay 20 bucks or so to get your product in that list the top 10 or whatnot and it's a great way to promote that guy's going to get a lot of traction during that time because everybody is searching yeah. for that exact term great stocking stuffer ideas yeah, i just get candy and uh, scratch tickets and some cigars and lighters that's a real stocking oh i should get booze Guys, oh put booze yeah. in my stocking. Just, booze and cigars. Just, Next week, we'll be even more overwhelmed with way more tools. <laughs> yeah. We should have talked more about how to get a different side hustle with that stuff, but I think that's where I'm trying to figure it out, too. Well, I feel like that was a pretty good one. I liked it. I'm not I'm not sad. 43 minutes. It was probably uh, two minutes that I had to cut out. Yeah. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do. How do we end this? What's a good way to end this? Well, that's it for this week's episode of Coffee Milk. See you next. Happy Halloween, and I'll see you next week. Trick or treat, motherfuckers.